Being a real estate agent can be really tough, especially when you are just starting out. But this week we are talking to Saskatoon realtor Aaron Wright, and he's going to explain how he found immense success in his very first year. Hope you enjoy. This is the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast, the show that highlights Saskatchewan real estate. Looking to buy your first house, your next investment property? Subscribe to never miss an episode. Here's your host, Ron Caroni. Hello and welcome back to the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. My name is Ron Caroni. Here on the podcast, we love to touch on all things Saskatchewan real estate. This week, we're doing a little bit different of an episode where we're going to give some advice to anyone who's thinking of starting to get into uh, the real estate profession. We have Aaron Wright, a really successful young realtor. Aaron, first off, thanks so much for, for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Ron. It's great to be here. I appreciate your time on this. Wonderful. So we are talking to Aaron. And I, I the reason I really wanted to sit down with you, Aaron, is because of the success that you found so young in your real estate career. I know a lot of people go through the first early years of being in real estate, and they really have a hard time spinning their tires. But here's just a little blurb on you. You achieved exceptional success in your first year, full year of business, finishing second in both listing and sales at Royal LePage Varsity in Saskatoon. Nationally, you placed top 5% of 20,000 agents in 2022 and earned the coveted Red Diamond status at Royal LePage, which represents the top 2% of Royal LePage realtors for the sales year. So super impressive stats, Aaron, just to start out with. Did you expect that when you first started in real estate? Were you kind of thinking that you would have such early success? Or was it something that came as a bit of a surprise to you? To, to be honest, Ron, it came of a bit of a surprise to me. I'm very fortunate and grateful that it did come as a pleasant surprise. Uh, my first year, I was kind of expecting, you know, to sell, you know, maybe 10 to 15 houses. Uh, they actually say, you know, 50% of the agents quit within the first two years just because they're unsuccessful. And a lot of people don't know the stuff behind the scenes. It costs a lot of money to actually be in the industry and and to, to be in business. Uh, but I was very fortunate. My first full year of real estate, I actually sold 64 houses. So it was was a very pleasant surprise. And there's just different ways to do different things. And everything kind of fell into place. Well, and a huge congratulations to you. And I, I watched a video the other day and it was a, it was an Ontario stat, but I think it's very applicable to, to what we're chatting about. It was that 50% of people who are listed or are activated as real estate agents don't make any sales at all. Um, and that's all not even their first years, but that's just all agents who hold a license. The next 30% only sell between one and five properties. And then the remainder 20%, they're doing all of the transactions. So you're definitely in that kind of uh, the upper echelon of that. And, you know, just take us through that first year, Aaron, as, as you're getting your, your feet wet with real estate, how are you able to first generate that business, but also kind of while you're learning just to really excel at, at, at being a real estate agent? Yeah, for sure. The The biggest thing when you first start out, Ron, is it's so important to just get your face out there, get out there, get known in the community, get known by potential clients, uh, run open houses for, you know, if you have some really high success realtors at your brokerage, you can go ask them, say, hey, can I put up a sign and do an open house for you this weekend? Chances are they have you know, five to 10 listings, they can't be in 10 places at once. So they're, they're happy to let you put your sign up and, and help get their listing sold. And hey, maybe along the way, you'll get a buyer client, right? So 
um, doing stuff like that, getting out in the community, go to your community associations, go to community events, you know, any kids in the park days, family day events, you know, get out there, be known. I, the funniest thing that, that you kind of see if you, you go on Amazon, you can, can look up these shirts, these silly shirts that say, Hey, I'm a realtor. And that's all it says on your chest. But, but Hey, you know, that kind of stuff, it, it sometimes work. You just got to get out there. And the biggest thing is people knowing that you're out there. How do you get the trust of an established agent? And I know there's probably a lot of agents who are kind of watching this and they would like to start working with some bigger agents in their office, whether that be helping wash their car, do some back-end deals for them, going to their open houses. But that does come with a lot of trust that uh, a person who is doing quite a bit of business in real estate, um, they have a name and a reputation to protect. Would you ha- Do you have any advice on breaking in with some of those bigger agents to to be able to help them out? For sure. The, the biggest success I actually found, and I've done this with a few of the long-term successful agents that have been around for 10 plus years. They do, you know, 50 to hundred deals a year offer to take them to lunch. It's, mm. it's not often that the new guy offers to take them out for lunch and, and buy them lunch and whatever. They're always, you know, realtors typically, you know, there's always that business meeting, lunches, dinners, whatever. We're always buying our clients lunch. We're always buying business partners, lunch and dinner. You know, it's kind of nice when when a, a new kid on the block says, Hey, you know, let, let me buy you lunch for once. And then you get them, you kind of get to pick their brain for an hour at the very least, even if they don't want to work with you, you know, you, you get free advice for an hour and it costs you maybe, you know, 20 bucks and that's the best 20 bucks you'll ever spend. And so much gold within those conversations, especially if you're talking to someone who has gone through essentially the the layers of things that you would like to achieve. So I, I think that's a really powerful one. And you're also getting the ability to, um, they know who you are now. And if there is something where you can kind of help them out with something that that's incredibly powerful. I, I did also want to touch on, because I, I do know a, a little bit of your story, Aaron, that not only were you able to sell uh, 60 plus houses in the year, you did it while working another job. Tell us about the the management of doing real estate part-time. And, you know, I think you're special in the sense that I don't think a lot of people can do real estate part-time. It is something that you you do need to commit a lot of time and effort in. But how were you able to do it part-time, find success in your first year, and, and what went into that? Yeah, honestly, thanks, Ron. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, a lot of people don't actually know that I'm part-time, even though I do, I tell a lot of people as much as I can, because in real estate, you actually have to, as a realtor, you have to tell all your clients that you are a part-time agent, um, just because technically, if you're not able to answer the phone all the time, or you know, you have a other prior commitment that isn't real estate related, um, you know, you could t- potentially actually lose a deal over it. You know, if you don't answer your phone for four hours, hey, a house got listed, someone went in there, cash offer, no conditions, and it's gone before you even know it, right? So um, podcasts for another day, for sure, we'll, we'll pick up on one of those. But basically, the important thing is, you know, lots of realtors, and, and the reason I did it is because lots of realtors fail in the first two years, is having that stable income. But you really need to be careful. I'll be honest, I have a great employer. Um, I'm an HR analyst at Saskatchewan Indian Institute of Technologies have a wonderful boss, wonderful employer. They're very flexible with me. Um, but also, as you notice, most other people that like to buy houses, like the average family, well, guess what? They're tied up from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. anyways with their day job. So what are you really doing during the day? Yeah, you're prospecting, you're doing some stuff. But you know, if you take your lunch breaks and coffee breaks 
you know, you're smart about it at work, there, there's a way to leverage that day job and, and paying the bills. And then, you know, real estate's kind of a bit of gravy on top. So take, take us to the amount of hustle and the hours it takes to find success in that first year. And was there a lot of spare time for Netflix and movies and just hanging out or, or was a lot of the time committed to making this, this side hustle, basically another full-time job, Aaron? Yeah, there is a lot of time. So that's one thing people don't realize um, is it takes a lot of time and dedication. But also, as you grow and you get bigger, it, it's really about finding efficiencies within your time. So I, when I first started, I was in my first couple of months, I was working well over 100 hours a week. I was putting in my, my day job, my 40 hours, and I was putting in, you know, another 60 to 80 hours, evenings, working all day, Saturday, Sunday, 12 hours, 12 to 16 hours Saturday, Sunday, you know, um, but then you, you really figured out, you figure out how to be efficient with your time, how to be efficient with your clients, um, help them achieve their goals better with, you know, just really organization skills. Uh, and, and that's with any realtor, whether you have a realtor who only wants to work 10 to 20 hours a week and sell, you know, 10 homes a year, or if you have a realtor who wants to sell hundred homes a year and they, they work 50 to 60 hours a week anyways, you know, it, it's all about time efficiency and organization and really, you know, putting putting your efforts towards valuable stuff because you can waste a lot of time as a real estate agent. What is the hardest thing about being a real estate agent or what is the biggest thing that you struggled with in the industry, Aaron? Honestly, Ron, it's it's about trust and, and getting the trust of your clients. The easiest, they always say the easiest thing to do is lose someone's trust, but the hardest mm. thing to do is gain them, right? So it takes... You know, sometimes with my clients, it takes me 40 to 100 hours to gain their trust, but in two minutes, I can lose it, right? If you say right. something that's totally out in left field, something that doesn't make sense, something that's unprofessional, they're all of a sudden, hey, they're working with Joe, the realtor over there because they think Aaron's a, not, you know, very professional and not qualified. So, you know, that gain, gaining people's trust and the way you do that, you just got to be confident. You got to be outspoken. Um, you got to do the things that other people don't want to do and you got to be there for them on their schedule, you know? Um, yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a really great point. And I think that probably goes through most sales positions could probably relate to that, that the biggest thing of, of creating a client relationship is that they know, like, and trust you, but it's very quickly lost if you say something or you you do something in a sense that doesn't align with the client's best interest. So, you know, learning that on the fly, I, I think is a uh, very hard and uh, a really, yeah, a, a really great point to any new agents out there. And I'll kind of switch this over to the next question. If you do know someone who's just starting out as a, a real estate professional, or we can make it even more broad as someone who is working in a, a sales slash trust position, what advice would you give them just starting out to, to help them along their way? Yeah, two big things, definitely, like I kind of said before. So one, get your face out there and make sure as many people know as you can. The world is powerful these days. Like, you know, like you're all over social media. I would say get out there, get on social media, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, whatever your jam is, Instagram, get out there, get as many people known as you want. And then to find it, find a really good mentor or, you know, a seasoned veteran who's been, if you're in car sales, you know, someone that's been selling cars for 10 years. If you're in real estate, find an agent who's been doing it for at least 10 years or find a good support network of some sort where you can grow and learn. Because the one thing I learned from the start, yeah, obviously I was very fortunate. I grew very fast, very rapidly, and I, I learned on the fly a lot. But, you know, if it takes six months to sell a house, well, 
at least you did that properly and, and you do it well and you do it good. Well, that, that one house is now going to lead to two and three, and then it's going to be a domino effect, right? If you're just running around for a year by yourself, trying to figure it out on your own, you could be running around, never sell a house. And then that's how a lot of people end up failing and ultimately drop it out. Good stuff. All right, Aaron, um, a last piece of advice, but it's going to be for a younger version of yourself. If you could go back to any age, doesn't have to be at the beginning of real estate, but if you could go back and give a younger version of yourself some advice, what would it be? Don't wait. The, the biggest advice I can say is don't wait. I was in property management for a couple of years before, as many of my clients know. Um, I kind of kicked the tires around about, oh, should I get my sales license? And I just, I stayed in property management there for about three years, never ended up getting my sales license. I, I got, um, went back to a different career day job. And then I, I still fortunately have that and got into sales. And now it's, it's taken off just absolutely rapidly. And I would say, don't wait, because I could have been doing this five years ago and yeah, it'd be five years ahead. Wonderful. All right, Aaron, uh, if someone is interested in buying, selling, if they're an agent who's looking for a bit of advice, how can they get in contact with you? Yeah, just give me a call 306-716-8279. I service Saskatoon and area and love to help you out. Wonderful. Thanks for your time, Aaron. I, I think it's very commendable about the success you found. And I don't think that it's something that you stumbled upon or that it was luck that you were able to do that. I know there was an incredible amount of hard work and a lot of sacrifice on your part to make that happen. So I thought it was a great story. So thanks for coming on and sharing it with us. And I hope the people watching found some value. And if they're looking to get into real estate, maybe you've kind of given them an, an eye opening of, of what it will take to, to find success. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Ron. Hey, thanks for checking out this episode of the Saskatchewan Real Estate Podcast. If you liked this episode, do us a favor and hit the like button. And if you want to see more episodes just like this one, consider hitting the subscribe button. My name is Ron Caroni. Until next week, bye for now.